Hello, thank you for joining me on the Other Woman Podcast today. My name is Cyril Serki and your favorite other woman on social media. Thank you so much for joining me today. I can't thank you enough. Thank you for your support so far. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing my episode. Thank you for sending in your contributions. I am so grateful. And yes, again, we bring to you another episode, another guest in the house today. And we have a lot to talk about. She's here to share her story with us. And I can't wait for you to hear it and share with your friends and loved ones. Okay, without wasting your time, let's go meet our guest. Hello, Grace. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Uma podcast. Hi, Sarah. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pleasure meeting you. It's a pleasure being on the pod with yeah. the Edo Woman. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. So I'll just let you introduce yourself. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Grace Omoyeme. Mm. I'm a podcaster as well. Yeah. And yeah, that's me. <laughs> I like that. So brief and simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So you shared a story with us. You talked about growing up and being overprotected as a girl child, how you lost your first love and um, mm. how you started your career a little bit late. So I would like us to talk about those things. But let's start from the very first one. It, growing up, has you were being overprotected as a girl child, and that made you feel or still feel intimidated that, like, you're not being social enough in your adulthood. So, I would like us to talk about that. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, the normal Africa setting, the normal Africa home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, are the protects over protect people mm. and mine mine was um not quite different yeah but the only thing that make it um too um higher than the normal yeah, okay. african setting yeah. was because my my own family background my parents were this um over religious parents mm. so they won't allow you go out oh. They won't allow me. And then, did I also tell you? Let's not forget. Let me also tell you. I am the last born, okay. the last, the last right. child of my parents. Yeah. So you see, the the old protection was just too much. Mm. My parents were being overprotective, <laughs> and then my siblings as well. They were overprotective, and the whole thing was just kind of affecting me. It mm. made me intimidated. I almost lost my self-confidence mm. because when you do this, your parents say, no, don't do this. Daddy say, no, don't do this. You yeah. shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And then when you think you want to talk to your siblings, there's nobody there to for to you to, to talk yeah, to. Yeah. There is nobody there for you to share what your feelings yeah, are yeah. with. There is nobody. Mm. Everybody is just kind of following the normal setting. Ah, mm. If you go close mm. to a guy, you get <laughs> pregnant. If you don't face your book, you do this, you do mm. that. Everybody just seeing the danger. <laughs> I feel that that is where um, the African parents are missing it at. Mm. 
fine. You are supposed to educate your children mm. about the danger in doing what, yeah, what they should do. do. What yeah, what do. Get. But then also, instead of just educating them or informing them about the danger, mm. tell them the process. Yeah. Like, give them a free hand, but guide them. Yeah. Don't start protecting over... I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that protecting know, know, your parents, yeah, your, yeah. your children, mm. rather, I beg your pardon. I'm not saying protecting your children is no, bad. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, as you are planning a future for your children, mm. don't overdo it to the extent that they will lose their self-confidence yeah, or to the extent mm. that they will not be able to mingle with their, their uh, peer group outside when they eventually meet up. Because they are not going to live with you forever. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask, are you the only girl child? No, I'm not the only girl child. Okay. I am the fifth girl child. But everybody, like, everybody's attention was on me because How many they've students? all grown up. Mm. They've, they've gone to school. Some mm. were graduated at the time I was yeah. growing up. Okay. You understand? So there were all those mistakes that they made or all those things that yeah, my parents really did to them as well. Everybody wants to exercise it on my mm. head. And that was, that affected me at the long run. Okay, okay. So, and... How is it now? How is it now? Because you said uh, it makes you feel intimidated and even till now you feel like you're not sure, sure enough. Yes. Till now, I think I, I'm still not so sure the way I should be. Mm. Though I see myself now, I see myself being introvert and partly and introvert, introvert or, yeah. and partly, mm. partly extrovert. Yeah. But I feel if I was Giving, I didn't mean I was giving the adequate training I needed. Mm -hmm. I was giving the adequate um, attention I needed yeah. while growing up. I think I would have been more of um, extrovert rather than introvert. Mm -hmm. But just because of the way I was brought up, it's kind of, you know, now that system kind of built me yeah, up. Yeah. That even since today, I, I'm still finding it difficult to break out of that system in which I was being trained with. Mm. I still find it difficult. Yes. When I go out, I want to talk, I want to mingle with people, yeah, I want to talk like any other person. But I find it difficult. Okay. Yes. Alright. You know? Okay. Okay, let's talk about the second one, how you lost your first love. My ears are itching. <laughs> <laughs> Due to over religious oh my parents. god, I'm not gonna say this. <laughs> I hope I hope someone is not listening right now. Um well I, I lost my first love. It still boils down to the fact that my parents were overprotective. Mm. You know, then where I was growing up in Benin. It made me believe that if you go close to a guy, you get pregnant. Just going close to a guy alone, you get pregnant. In fact, there was a time that my dad had to stop my male friends, like male friends I had in church that yeah. would attend the same church. My father had to stop them from visiting because he didn't even know what to believe again. Mm. He felt that 
um, even the male friends in church, they can still do mm. that. That was the thing that he was afraid of mm. at the first run. So he stopped them from visiting. Wow. So my life was just like a one-way traffic. Mm. So from tell school, about, tell us from about school to long. church, from church to house. Mm. And so after secondary school, when I got into my first relationship, you know now, <laughs> my parents were not the, the type that we communicate. We yeah. don't communicate like that. How was I going on? How on earth was I going to tell my parents that oh, I have a boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> that was like a taboo in my home. Mm. So telling them I have a boyfriend was it was a no go area. I knew that I couldn't even try it. Uh, otherwise, I know I would lose them. I would lose everything. I would lose their trust. <laughs> they might even threaten to stop training me in school yeah, because I, yeah, as at then I was I was preparing to write jam and mm-hmm. get my admission into the university. So all that, I couldn't just trade all that for yeah, my boyfriend. Amazing. So I decided to go into the six-week relationship. Mm-hmm. Though then my boyfriend was a bit matured than I am. It was a bit, it was more exposed than I am. Yeah, yeah. His own family background was opposite of mine. Mm-hmm. His own family gave him all the opportunity they gave him all the privilege yeah. you can have female friends mm-hmm. as you yeah. want provided that you don't exceed your boundary yeah. this is your boundary but you can do every other thing but don't exceed this boundary whereas my whole family was like I was this. not. I was not um, um, allowed to have male friends or not to talk of boyfriend yeah. or in a relationship. So then, you know, I was writing jam there, and jam was jamming me. I was writing <laughs> jam. Jam was jamming me, and that was not because I was not brilliant or so. Yeah, it was later I learned that. It's not even my passion. That feat that I was trying to pursue, that career I was mm, trying to pursue, the medical career I was trying to pursue, that was not my passion. I don't even know math. I'm not even good in mathematics. Mm. And then I had a parent that was pushing pushing me because doctor, you know, that was a rainy profession. Then they were pushing me. I had to go study medicine. Mm. And that, at the long run, was affecting me. That was what I was. I kept failing and failing and yeah, failing. Yeah. And then someone that is failing jam year in year out i wrote jam like four times wow <laughs> i wrote jam like four times and then someone that is like writing jam almost every year that has become a jam bites uh, customer regular <laughs> customer it's 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 it will somehow going to meet my father and say i have a boyfriend yeah because that was not supposed to be my top priority you understand that was not supposed to be my top priority so Mm -hmm. i kept it a secret relationship but then my boyfriend being the kind of home that i came from he wanted to do some introduction yes he wanted to get familiarized with my family get familiarized with my siblings but i told him i said come do it that's not going to be possible. If you like me, <laughs> that is not going to be possible. Yeah. I did mean that I've gained my admission now. It would be a different music entirely. But mm-hmm. now, I'm still battling with my admission. And then you want me to tell my parents or my siblings that, oh, I have a boyfriend, so that they will see um, where to, what to use. And yeah, say, oh, so this yeah. is why I said it. <laughs> so this is why it's not be concentrating. You understand? <laughs> so... I told him, but you know now, a guy will always be a guy. There was, there's limits to everything. 
So the fact that I was not taking the relationship serious, yes. I was not serious, I was not seeing the future that I was seeing. And then that was how we just we continue just like that. But it didn't last long. Mm. Before you know it, we had to we had to go our separate mm. ways. Yeah. Can I can I ask how old were you then? I was about eighteen years then. Okay. So do you think at eighteen you were truly seeing the right future for you with him? Sorry, can you rephrase that? Do you think that at 18, mm-hmm. the future you were seeing with him was the right one? Yes, yes. The future I was seeing with him was the right one at mm-hmm. 18. Because at 18, I was already an adult. Okay. And at 18, what I my parents would have done, what I think they should have done that they didn't do then, was they were supposed to guide me so mm-hmm. that I don't... Go beyond boundary. Yeah. You know, there's boundary to everything. They're supposed to guide me, not just to key my spirit and say, ah, no, no, don't no, do no, this. No, yeah. You understand? So, being an, as 18 years old and your age right now, there's this difference. Like, an 18 years old is more like a young adult, and now you are a full grown adult. Do you still think that what you were saying then and now? Don't you think that probably then I was just being a young adult. Now I want something better. Um, yes, I, I see it like then, you know, this, um, what they call it now, you know, this um, age pressure that comes with you being, you're happy that you're not an adult. Yeah. You, are, you are experiencing all the yeah. puberty age yeah. and all that. There is this, this rage that comes with that age, mm-hmm. though. But still, I feel that um, the difference is not much. The yeah. difference is not much. Just that I know better now, yes. but... Between then and now, the difference is not much. Okay. So, how is he now? Oh, well, it's fine. Time to say wait for no man. <laughs> so, before I could, before I get my admission, then finally, finally, I, you see, after I've battled and battled and battled with medical um career it wasn't working i just had to like tell my parents that in fact when i went to a roof again you know then i was having uh, my ssc was a um, complete uh, science courses so when i wanted to switch over to social science i just i didn't tell anybody i just went to a row in a private school I'd finished a room in a private school before I told my siblings that, oh, I want to take, I want to sit for another, another YEG. Yeah. And they were like, why? I said, because I want to change. I want to change my course of study. And that's how the whole career just changed. And I started picking up something for myself. Mm-hmm. But while I was doing that, dude was already, you know, I, before it was far above me before. Yeah. And then... After we've gone our separate ways, I, I, I was battling with how to change from one career to another. Yes. He then he was already, he was, um, I think it was then, if I can still remember, it was, um, I think, in 300 level then, when we oh. went our separate ways. And so even before I gained my admission into the uni, he had already graduated. Yeah. And so you see now the gap was Much. had gone ahead of me already. Mm-hmm. And then being a graduate, it, it had already finished seven. 
So I think in NYC, he got himself another girlfriend, and then they continued their life. <laughs> but that was why I lost it. <laughs> but it's painful. <laughs> yeah, you still in love with him. Good. Are you still in love with him? Oh, <laughs> you want to put me on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to well, know, have you gotten over it? Well, I won't say I've gotten over it. You mm -hmm. know what they say with first love? Our first love always is. I won't say I've gotten over it. I think I, I still like him, though. I still like him. Or well, you just that one part that you don't want to go back to. Mm -hmm. You're still friends? Yeah, we're still friends. Okay, and does he in any way try to want to rekindle? Or you just being cool? Um, when he wanted to do that, was there was a time he wanted to do that, but then he was in a relationship, so I felt that there was no need. Mm -hmm. Why trying to come to me? I felt that he was just doing that out of pity, out okay, of okay. Um, thinking, oh, I think this girl knows what's me. up now. I think this girl knows what's, what it is now to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he was just feeling all the pity for me to come back. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to go back into the relationship because of pity. And mm -hmm. I want to go back to the relationship because... If I'm going back, I should go back because we know what we both want, yeah. not because you are feeling some sort of uh, being emotional for yeah. me. So mm -hmm. that I just, mm -hmm. I just said no to it. So you talked about, you've talked about uh, having to write YAG again and writing jam mm -hmm. about four times because your parents wanted you to be a doctor, but you just wanted something else. So. And you also talked about starting your career a little bit late because your parents were not supportive of what you want. So what is it you're doing now? Um, like I said before, for now, I, I'm a graduate and then I'm podcasting now. I'm trying to just push up my career, mm. though I think I'm starting a bit late. But they said there's never a right time to start something. Yeah. Anytime you start is the right time. Yes. So I'm just pushing it and I'm hoping that... I'll be able to cover for the years that I've lost. So what what did you end up studying? Hmm. I end up studying uh, management science. Okay, which course under management science? Biz admin. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so aside pod podcasting, you're doing business? Yeah, I said podcasting, I'm doing business. Of course, you know, podcasting will not put all the food on your table. Yes, I know. So for now, I'm, I'm still doing some side hustles. So, have you been able to find another love? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that that answer. <laughs> it's weak, I mean. <laughs> Okay, but you're not you're not too sure. You're not too into it. Not that I'm not too into. When I say we just we are still in the knowing process. Okay. Uh -huh. And how are your so, parents today? Your siblings? Yeah, all fine. They're all good. Totally supportive. Okay. Sorry. Totally supportive of you now. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. I think they, uh, a time will come they have to learn how to become supportive because you cannot just continue to say do this and do that forever. 
Yeah, I think they know better now. My siblings, they know better now. And then my parents, they know better. They know what they are supposed to do. And now they are even trying to tell my other niece and nephew, oh, please go and do what you, you have passion for. It's yeah. better to pursue what you have passion for than just beating around the bush. Mm. And then, but now I even see my 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 niece having having boyfriend and their mother <laughs> doing the things they couldn't do. And their mother, they are aware of it too. I'm just like, wow, this word, the exchanges, though. It's strange. <laughs> the exchanges. It's, it's good to know seeing the our younger ones do the things we could not do. I think it's yeah. a good feeling and having them to start up their career so early because we we've come to know that no 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 it shouldn't be like this it should be like this yeah. so that's a good thing i'm glad it's you're in a happy step. place now in a relationship you have a career you're showing you are now a graduate of your choice of study and all that <laughs> so Thank it was a you. nice time talking to you grace i enjoyed every bit of it <laughs> The pleasure is all mine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you so much for joining us, Grace. You're welcome. All right, have a good day. You too. story i know you did i enjoyed every part of it <laughs> sometimes I, our parents are just i don't know should i say they overdo it but i know they love us <laughs> yes so she's told us about her over religious parents how she lost her first love and how she started her career late and I love every part of her story and I love the woman she's growing to become today. So again, I want to thank you for listening to us thus far. I want to say thank you. Please like, share with your friends and family, subscribe on any platform you're listening from. You can drop your comment, we'll get back to you. Thank you so much again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I am your favorite Edda woman. And it's time to say 